All right, folks, welcome back to Will and Ted's Excellent Wrestling Rewind. Thank you so much for joining us again this week. We have to say a huge thank you to all of our of our followers on Twitter. We grew, we, again, we by a, 100 <laughs> Twitter followers in one week. Um, we are now up to 350 followers on Twitter. It's Crazy. been an absolutely awesome week. Thank you so much for that, guys. Um, also, the new channel is slowly but surely taking off. Yeah. We, we got ourselves up to six subscribers, um, which is absolutely awesome. Um, considering we started the channel not even a week ago, so yeah, that's roughly, like that. you know, yeah, like um, four or five days ago, maybe roughly five days ago. So it's roughly a, a, a subscriber a day. So listen, we are, uh, we're going to get right into it. We have a lot to cover today. Yeah. Um, but please, before we get going here, please remember to like comment, share and subscribe the, to the channel. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Will and Ted rewind <laughs> yeah. on Twitter. That's all floating across the screen. If you're on YouTube, again, if you're listening to our podcast, uh, to follow us on Twitter, that's W-I-L-L, the letter N-T-E-D-W-R-E-W-I-N-D. That is our Twitter handle. And uh, you can find us at the same uh, the same handle for our new YouTube channel. So yeah. please follow us there and, uh, and subscribe there if you could. Um, so coming up on the show today, we've got uh, another injury report for you guys. Some updates there. We've got some awesome... New stuff going on in the wrestling industry. It's been a yeah, huge a last couple yeah. of days in particular. Especially the last day. Yeah, the last 24 hours has been really, Oof. really awesome. And um, then we've got two weeks of NXT to cover. Two weeks of NXT UK. Two weeks of 205 Live. Two weeks of Ring of Honor. Uh, one week of Impact because then, we covered Impact last yep. week. And, and then, then we've Raw got Smackdown Raw and SmackDown. Yep. So um, please also keep a lookout for our upcoming videos. We have videos that we're going to be filming a little bit later uh, that are about us. We're going to be doing uh, stuff just to help you as our audience get used to us and get get to know us know a little bit better, like. and uh, to know what we like in the wrestling world and what we like, you know, as as just regular guys from Philly. Some of our favorite stuff, exactly. And then we've also got a recap video coming out. About Delco Mania that was hosted by the American Championship Pro Wrestling Circuit. They have another show coming out, uh, coming out, coming up yeah. uh, this coming Saturday, which is uh, the 18th of May. And uh, those if guys you're put in the on Philly a quality show. Yeah. You know, it's at the uh, the Chester Township Firehouse. Yes, and uh, starts at seven. Those guys do an awesome show. Like they we, do. we went to Delco Mania, we were highly impressed. Please watch the recap video. You'll really enjoy all the stuff they gave us free reign to use all of the footage and the pictures which we will certainly take advantage of yeah. we're also going to try and find some awesome pictures of us in the audience making weird faces and yelling inappropriate things <laughs> alright guys with that being said we're going to get on to the news Let's get right so Dominic Dajakovic out four to eight weeks with a meniscus tear yeah and, and this comes at a really inopportune time for him yeah. because he was just about to start a program with the dream you know and um, that sucks but he was able to announce it himself WWE didn't announce it yeah they let him announce it um, on social media and basically he said you know he had this little meniscus tear and he it became a big meniscus tear it became a big meniscus tear <laughs> and so basically he went in and got it fixed and now he's out 48 weeks but he's looking forward to yeah. coming back and you know, I, I wasn't a huge fan of all of his work. I think that he's like another Vince big guy that yeah. that we're going to have to get used to, unfortunately, because we'll probably see it for a long time. But I hope that he grows into someone that I enjoy so, watching. So do I. He seems like he has talent. So Yeah, absolutely. I, I don't doubt that he has talent. I think that my bigger concern is, are we going to get force-fed something yeah. awful with him? Um, I don't want to be force-fed anything. And pretty soon we're going to have options to not be force-fed anything. True. 
All right, up next is Alexa Bliss. Alexa yeah. Bliss is out for Money in the Bank um, due to an unconfirmed injury. So Dave Meltzer is saying it's not a concussion. Well, that's good. He's saying that it's a... Well, hold on. He's saying that it's a minor injury, but because it's a ladder match, WWE is playing it safe. Several okay. other reports... Several other reports are saying that this is a concussion that it happened back in April... Which is why we haven't seen her in the ring on TV since April. And that's why Nikki Cross took her spot in the Fatal 4-Way on Monday Night Raw. What has she done since she came back? She had that one match. She had that one match against Bailey. Against Bailey. And then she had had another match. Um, It was a a tag match. Or maybe not. Maybe it was just against Naomi. But that was the last time that we saw her in the ring. I remember that. Was her her facing off against Naomi. Mm. You know... Alexa Bliss is one of the most talented women in the she division. She is. Um, she's got the look. She's got the ability to talk like none other in the division. She can out-talk anyone in the she women's can. division in WWE. Um, and she can perform in the ring. She she's can. very, very talented. And, you know, she... It sucks because concussions are just so... We've both had concussions. Yes. You just had one a couple <laughs> weeks ago. You know? Yeah. Um, uh, concussions can be awful. Yeah, they're... Really bad, and she's had you, several of them. Yeah, you never know. I mean, it, it kept Daniel Bryan out for years. Long, yeah, years. Yeah. So we, you know, ultimately we we hope it's not that, but we yeah. we don't have confirmation one way or another right now, and uh, you know, so we're just hoping that she's able to get better and come yeah. back. Yeah. Um, you know, the other the other thing is that Jeff Hardy surgery went really well. We think we talked yeah. about that last week. Um, so that's that's a big thing right now. And uh, as we transition into the news, this is something that is kind of injury-related, but it's also taking us into our news segment for the day here. Uh, Ric Flair was hospitalized today. Yeah. Um, well, TMZ reported. Well, TMZ was... reported it. Right. So, so basically, the original TMZ report said that he was rushed to the hospital this yeah. morning. And that it was very, very dire. And then we got a report midday or so... That said, well, listen, he had this previously planned procedure yeah. before Vegas next week. And with that being the case, you know, we already knew he was going to be in the hospital. But there was a little complication. And now this final report that we got is from Rick's wife. And Rick's wife basically said, we brought him to the hospital for for an issue. Mm-hmm. He's having a procedure tomorrow, but it's expected that he will fully recover. And we hope that's the case. I mean, the man's 70 yeah. years old. He is a legend in the yes. industry. Um, you know, I really got freaked out earlier today. Yeah, I think I told I was, you earlier. I was a little worried. When, when the NWA tweeted out yeah. our, our thoughts and prayers with Ric Flair, I was like, oh, man, did I miss a news story? And and, and he took a turn for the worst. <laughs> yeah, like, did, did something happen? And <laughs> I'm just really glad that he's okay um, and, that, and that hopefully he'll continue to be okay. Yeah. Um, so that, also, Rick. Yeah, for, for real. And also, injury-related, injury Nikki Cross took that spot in the Fatal 4-Way on Raw for Alexa Bliss, and they just announced maybe two hours ago yeah. that now Nikki Cross is taking her spot in the Money in the, back, money in the Bank ladder match, uh, which kind of kills all of the... You know, this morning there was there was kind of some hubbub that, oh, this is how they're going to bring Sasha back because they've said that they're... There, you know, there's reports out there that are saying that Sasha's getting the world now in order to keep her. Um, we'll see if WWE holds to that or not. <laughs> but, 
but that they're they're if, they're offering her pretty much the world to keep her at this point. Yeah, we'll see if Nikki actually is in that match or not. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, who knows? Because we'll be watching Game of Thrones. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I'll be watching the replay because <laughs> some someone made a mistake. Yes, yes, someone actually tweeted that out today. Can I? Can I just? I'm going to go off off script here for a second. Someone tweeted out, "Oh man." Money on the bank is, bank is at the same time as Game of Thrones. What am I going to do? Yeah, I've been saying that for weeks. Right? And I went, you're just figuring this out? Yeah. Oh, okay. And so some of the replies were phenomenal. They were like, well, you could set up multiple televisions and watch both at the same time. Or no. Or, or don't. Or um, just watch Game of Thrones because it's going to be better. Right. Um, well, depending well, on what side of the fence you're on right, this season of it. Right. But I guess, in the replies, this cat said, Well, I don't have the WWE Network. I paid for a cable pay-per-view. And I went, Oh, no. Why? Why? How, I don't even know how much pay-per-views cost anymore. I don't honestly. know. <laughs> I mean, when we stopped watching pay-per-views, because the network was there, it was like 60 bucks. Yeah. You know, the cheaper ones were 50. For 50 bucks, you can get five months of the network. <laughs> Mind blown. All right. Whew. So, that's, um, but that's exciting. I, I hope yeah. that Nikki Cross is in the match because she is so freaking talented. <laughs> and I really want to see her I, I continue love, on. Her her gimmick is, is amazing. I wish they would let her do more. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I really kind of wish they had kept her with sanity. Well, and that they had allowed that to blossom, but we'll see. I mean, Eric Young was drafted to Raw, so we'll see. Well, we haven't seen him yet. Yeah, we haven't <laughs> seen him yet. He's still on main event, guys. Yeah. All right, so um, that brings us up to oh Booker More T. News. Yeah, Booker T. Man, so I guess so. Billy Graham, right after Kofi won the championship, Billy Graham said he needs to take some steroids. He's not big enough to be champion. And I went, oh Billy, you've been out for a long time, man. <laughs> yeah, right. But then, so Booker T criticized him on his podcast about it, like pretty hard. Like, kind of went in on him about, like, you know, I don't, blame, you, I don't blame him for it, right? I know, and it's like he was talking about the drug culture and how WWE has like this awesome wellness policy, yada 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 yada. And so Booker T actually took time on his podcast this past week to apologize to Billy Graham for coming at him, but he thinks that Billy Graham should apologize for insinuating that drug use is okay and steroid use is okay. I mean, so. He's not wrong. It may have been back then. I'm Team Booker. Yeah. You know? I'm Team Five Sign. Um, so, Triple H is apparently... He's pretty, pretty, pretty pissed off right now, yeah, from what I've seen. Yeah, and it seems like he's super frustrated. There's been like four reports in the last two or three days where it's been different stories about Triple H. Now, listen, a lot of it's the same story with repetitive stuff, yeah. right? Um. Wrestle Talk does it, and then What Culture does it, and then you know, it's all, it's all, yeah, it's all it the anyway. same people talking about the same situation, right? But they're just kind of expanding on it and yeah. going back and forth. So originally, I guess it was that Vince wasn't listening to to the man, to Paul, right? Which do, which makes perfect sense because the product's been terrible lately. Yes, and then so now the latest report that I read, probably an hour before he came over to film today. Was that now Vince is taking too many suggestions from too many people. So he and and Paul and the writing team will sit down and go, Hey, 
this is our long-term plan. This is what we're going to follow. And then someone will lean over to Vince and go, hey, but what if we did this instead? That's brilliant. Exactly. And then he goes off on a tangent and does it, and it screws the long-term planning. And so um, I, I guess that's been a big part of... Of what's been happening, yeah, what's the main, frustrating, the main issues what's up, right now. Yeah, what's frustrating Triple H. I mean, I, I would be frustrated with that. So if, would I. You know, if we're developing and, and trying to put together this long-term, you know, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, imaginative process yeah. for storytelling, and and it gets shut down because especially like you look at you look at what Triple H has been doing in NXT. Yep. And it, it shows how well he can run a show and he goes to Vince and it's like a little kid, look look at what I can do. Yep. And the the parent just ignores him. Yes. Yes. It, it, I can only hope that Vince will retire when the XFL comes to fruition. Every report says otherwise and he says it's not going to happen, but we can only hope. Um, the XFL. Yeah. Listen. Not only does he he not want competition in wrestling, but he's going to try and compete with the NFL. Yeah, Good listen. luck. Yep. You tried it once, it didn't work. Yep. Um Okay, so I've got two little stories and then I've got two big stories. But I think I'm gonna break them up a little bit with some some higher fire stuff that's going on. Yeah. Um so the two little stories first. First of all, Kevin Owens uh said in an interview that was posted on WrestleZone today, yeah. that uh, or maybe yesterday, that um, that he went home during WrestleMania. I mean, he wasn't being used, so I, I get it. And but but basically, what he said was, you know, if you're not going to use me, I'm going to take that personally, and I'm going to go home and watch with my family because I can't sit in that arena and do nothing. And I think that really speaks to the sentiment that a lot of talent has right now. I'm, I don't blame him. Right, I I don't blame him at all. I, I think that that he's absolutely right. But I think that that's a big part of what we're seeing with the WWE locker room right now and that's yeah. why so many people are displeased with what's going on I mean when when's the the last time you've seen Rusev or Shinsuke on Smackdown a couple weeks yeah yep yep by the way did you see Rusev's hilarious tweet about Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch no. making it official so for those of you who don't know Seth Rollins and Becky Lynch made it official because Becky and and uh, Beth Phoenix Beth and, Phoenix were chirping back and forth yeah. with Edge and they said, "Oh, we bring it," and, Be- and Beth Phoenix said, "Are we bringing our man, our men into it now?" And then uh, Becky said, <laughs> "Well, like, hold on, I'll ask." Let, and then let she, me let me check. And then she tagged, and then she tagged Seth Rollins. <laughs> and says, so "Like," and then WWE, okay. <laughs> WWE confirms it on their website, right, yeah. with a picture of them kissing. Well, Rusev, who got huge heat for yeah. announcing that he and Lana were engaged. Now, listen, they were in a storyline where she was not with him anymore, and yeah. she was with Dolph Ziggler. I get where creatively that rubbed people the wrong way, yeah. but. You know, we all know that these people have lives, folks. Yeah, like, so it's not kayfabe is kind of dead. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it's kind of dead. Um, it's not we, a secret, <laughs> right? We all know that the Undertaker is not a dead man. Yes, like <laughs> it, it is what it is. You know, um, but ultimately, like what he tweeted out was, "Hey, I wonder if Becky and Seth will get in trouble with the emoji." Hmm. <laughs> and I was like, "Oh." Okay. Well, shots fired then. <laughs> you know, like, wow. I guess, I guess it's something you can do when you're not on TV for two weeks. <laughs> when they're not using him, he's yeah. got time to move those thumbs on Twitter, man. It's crazy. His tweets are hilarious. I know. I'm... I love following Rusev on Twitter. <laughs> I really do. All right. Um, so, 
Another small news story, not really even a news story, but just something that is noteworthy, really. Y2J is getting in shape for this oh, uh, for this show next week, man. Obviously, AEW does not have a wellness policy because <laughs> I don't know anyone that can get in this good a shape this fast. Because two months ago, we saw this man have a keg and then calling out, calling out Brock Lesnar for having a keg. But he had one, too. He's also on tour with Fozzie right now, too. Yeah, so... They'll but, be in Philly this weekend, actually. Will they? Yeah, they're mm-hmm. playing at the MMRQ. That's cool. Yeah. That's really cool. But, um, but man, the picture that he posted on Instagram and Twitter, he's shredded right now, man. The abs, <laughs> the abs are back. Nice. We, do not, we no longer have Chris Kegaro. I said that wrong. Chris yeah. Kegaro. You know, it's, it's, you know, he's back to being Chris Jericho, man. Yeah. Um, you know, he's, he's in good shape. Um, and speaking of AEW personnel, AEW just hired two people that are really high caliber people. They hired Jerry Lynn as a coach, so he's going to be kind of like a, a producer and ring coach. Okay. Um, that talks about, you know, that, that walks the wrestlers through matches and gives them pointers and stuff like that. That's and cool. then, um, it's not on the script, but this came out yesterday. They hired Earl Hebner, the oh, most yeah, controversial referee yeah. in wrestling history. Yeah, I mean, wow. You know, these guys are just, they're stacking they're, this thing, man. They want to take it to WWE. Uh, apparently, you know, um, I mean... Listen, we, we, several people are done with WWE right now. Yeah. Um, you know, so while they're keeping people like Luke, Har- Luke Harper um, to their contract, and uh, and we haven't heard it much about Sasha, although we've heard that she's being offered the world by WWE, and we'll whatever see if they, they follow up Whatever with the world is at this you moment. You know, like, that apparently she's being promised big things in order to keep her there. Um, we'll see if that... We'll see how long that lasts. Yeah. We'll see if the boss is actually back on TV anytime soon. It's been yeah. a month. Um... So, in addition to that, it looks like Leo Rush is finally going to get his wish, and he's going to get released from the WWE. It, he's being rumored to be allowed out of his contract. Well, that's what he wants. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, however, I guess it came at the, at the tail end of an altercation with Mark Henry backstage. If I'm Leo Rush, that's the last person I'm going to get into an altercation with. <laughs> that's what I was thinking, too. But I, I Mark didn't... Henry's got 300 pounds on him. Yeah. Or at least 300 pounds. I don't know. Maybe... Oh, my God. I mean, why would you pick a fight with Mark Henry? <laughs> Listen, we've been trained to fight people our whole lives. Yeah. I do not want to fight Mark Henry. No. <laughs> it's like the, the scene in the first Avengers where the Hulk's in next to Thor... And the Hulk punches Thor out of, yeah. out, out of the screen. That's that's how that would go. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> I hate you so much. I just I don't. Oh, it doesn't make sense to me why you. I mean, I don't know. I what guess, the situation was. I guess Mark Henry tried to give him pointers, like, "Hey, man, this is what you need to be doing in the locker room to be successful." And Leo did not see a point to that. Like, he wouldn't get water for the main card talent. You know what I mean? Well, that, that's what you do talent. when you're when yeah. down here. Yeah. And, and 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 stuff like that. Stuff that, in every business, no matter what you're yeah. in, you get knocked down a peg, you pay I mean, your dues, you work your way up. That's what we do in, in our class. I, I have to cater to my seniors. That's right. See what they want. Like, that's if right. they need anything, yep. or if we, if we need to go get a, a kicking pad or a shield or something, right. I go get that because I'm the junior. Right. 
Yeah, and it's just how it goes. Yeah, and I guess he doesn't like that. Well, and um, so they got into an altercation that almost became Mark Henry throwing him through a wall. Is <laughs> how I imagine that would go. I would, I would, yeah, I would assume, and it would be a, an actual wall, not a WWE wall, right? Um, <laughs> not not a wallboard tacked up with yeah, two that. by fours in a square so that someone can fall through yeah. it. Um, and then. To add fuel to the fire of all the speculation today, Leo unfollowed everything WWE, unmentioned everything WWE, and put up an email address for future bookings. So that tells me that this guy, within the next week, we're going to be seeing news from WWE that Leo Rush is gone. Bye. Yep. <laughs> uh, I mean, listen, you're talented, but you're pulling like an Enzo Amore here, man. Oof. It is what it is. Um, <laughs> per- Percy Watson seems to be officially gone, too. I mean, that's not been I mean, announced yet. But he was replaced by Beth Phoenix. Yeah, she had her first show this week. With NXT this week, right. um, But it seems like he wants to go on to act. If that's what he wants to do, then good for him. I I think that's that's a good move Yeah, yeah. Live the dream one day at a time, as we used to say at a certain summer camp I worked at. Um, (laughs) And then, last but not least here. So, Rhino did an interview with uh, Chris Van Vliet, who we've talked about before. Yeah. Chris interviewed uh, Dolph Ziggler and, mm-hmm. and Tony Khan. And um, so, he interviewed Rhino, and they were sitting in, like, a marina in Detroit. Um, and Rhino apparently owns a marina, but they weren't at his marina because there's a ton of work being done there. Okay. Um, and they were talking about everything and anything. It's like a it's like a forty minute interview. Okay. And I, I kind of I watched the bulk of it, and then when there was like when they were talking about something, I just really didn't care about. I would skip it and find where I needed to be. Yeah. Um. But I guess Rhino turned down his renewal, even though they doubled his salary because they were just going to have him sitting at home. And he basically said, you know, I, either you're going to have me out there working with the young talent and helping me help them. Yeah. Or I'm not going to be in your company, and so he said I'm not going to be in your company, even though they gave him, they offered him double his money. So my guess is, when Rhino's contract is up, we're going to see him in one of the new big three, which we'll talk about in in a, in a minute or two here. Yeah. Um. You know, but that's that's a huge, a huge loss to their locker room. Yeah, he's a good veteran to have there. Yeah, exactly. Like he, the man's been in the business for a long yeah. time, and so you know now these now these young guys are seeing these old guys saying, "Listen, Chris Jericho, Rhino, that's looking bad." Um, all right. Do you want to get to the big news? I want to get to the big news. We're gonna start with the smaller big news, and that is the new supercard that was just announced. Yeah, uh, uh, Ring of Honor. Uh, New Japan, NWA, and uh, and CMWL, yeah, um, they've all announced that they're going to be doing a huge Supercard event. It's going to be in Toronto, which I find interesting because Toronto is also the home of Impact now. I believe is it? I believe so. Hmm. Um, I guess where the offices are now. Okay, so I could be wrong on that. I think I remember hearing that in an in an interview last week, but um, yeah. Yeah, that that show is going to be incredible because yeah, the Crockett Cup was incredible, and G One Supercard yeah was incredible. So I am super I'm, excited yeah, to see, I'm these guys to have. see what the uh, the card's going to look like for that. Yep, yep. I think that um, Billy Corgan is doing everything right for the NWA right now. Yeah, I think that he is pairing himself with these other small companies. Yep. You know, New Japan's not small. 
but he's pairing himself with these other companies it's and like indie companies. Yeah, you know, indie companies and weaving his way through yeah. and using their talent where he can and he's rebuilding this brand of the NWA because the NWA was what WCW was. Like yeah. people forget that. People and, and a lot of younger fans don't even know that because a lot of younger fans don't even know what WCW was really like. And up until I don't really 90- know what it was like cuz I was I was Really too young at the time to, to appreciate what was going on in the Monday Night Wars. So, I got into wrestling during the Monday Night Wars yeah. as a WCW kid. Like, I was at WCW house shows in Philly. Yeah. I was at, you know, I never went to a Nitro. I went to a Thunder, I think, in Philly. Um, you know, I got to see Ric Flair versus Diamond Dallas Page versus Bret Hart in a house show main event. Where I got mooned by Ric Flair because Dallas Page pulled his, <laughs> pulled his tights down um, when he tried to pin him, um, you know. And eventually, I became a WWF now WWE guy. Yeah. Um, as I grew older, and as the WCW product started going downhill, but what most people don't realize, and maybe you don't realize, I don't know, um, is that basically the WCW grew out of the NWA. The NWA spawned WCW from everything I understand. That's a little bit before my time even. Yeah. And WCW grew as a territory. Grew, grew, grew and then Ted Turner bought it. And it grew, 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 grew. And um, you know, and, and the product was really good for a little while. The product was really good for a little while. If you go back and you watch um, if you go back and you rewatch some of those pay-per-views on the WWE Network yeah. and some of the Monday Night you know, Monday Night Nitros and stuff like that, which you have access to on the WWE Network, which is fantastic. Um, this is not a promotion for them, but... <laughs> no, but but it was really... It was a fantastic show to some degrees, you know? Um, but towards, like, 99 and well, 2000... When Vince Russo came over. <laughs> well, yes. Um, everything was on a pole. Yes, everything was on a pole. Um <laughs> You know, that, that, that whole time span, their product really went downhill. Yeah. Um, and that's right around the time when, like, people your age would have been getting into it. We yeah. have a little bit of an age difference, not much. But, you know, the NWA was this huge thing, and then they lost WCW. And they lost yeah. their people to WCW, just like WWF did. And, um, and so then it kind of got, it became crippled. And then it reinvented itself as TNA. NWA TNA. That's how yeah. TNA started, and now that's you know. Then they dropped the NWA, and then I mean the the TNA title for a long time was the NWA title. Yeah. Um, you know, and then they got dropped again as TNA started to take off, and then TNA <laughs> fell. Yeah, and then it took off, and then it fell. Um, <laughs> the rise and fall, the rise and fall. Yes. Um, but so I anyway. Long story short, I think that that Corgan's doing everything right yeah. by the NWA right now, and I think that um. There's a lot that can be said for for everything, you know, for his passion for the business yep. and making these correct decisions. You know, he brought back the Crockett Cup and he's he's working with these other companies and that's great. Yeah. All right. Big news of the day. I'll let you announce it, sir. AEW, AEW has a TV deal on TNT. Like I said a few weeks ago, yep. that was just a rumor. Yep. Yep. It is absolutely 100% official. It has been announced. So get this. TNT is picking up the production costs. Yeah. That's the crazy thing. Right. And they it have, took the WWE like 20 years to get that. Yeah. And then, and then on top of that, they have uh, AEW has a fantastic advertising deal with yeah. these guys. So that's telling me that 
A, Turner Media wants kind of wants revenge <laughs> 20 years later, right? And B, that AEW has something up their sleeve. Yeah. Um, now, John, John Moxley was kind of spoiled as maybe being at the big event next weekend, you know, and AEW has their big double or nothing pay-per-view yeah. next weekend, which I'm a little bit disappointed in the price, by the way. Like, listen, I understand they got to make money, but it's a $60 pay-per-view for a company that just announced their TV deal. Yeah. You know, so so that kind of irks my soul a little bit. Um, now, that being said, I'm going to get over it. Yeah, but I mean, even other pay-per-views for other companies like the the UFC fights are 60 bucks. Yeah, that's true. So. That's true. Um I, I'm really looking forward to this pay-per-view next yeah. weekend though, and I think that there's so many good matches on the card. Um you know, but I think that you know, uh Jack Swagger, Jack Hager, yeah. as he goes by now uh, in his MMA career, um was doing an interview and they asked him if he was AEW bound and they said, well, you know, we've talked a couple of times but I want to wait till after Double or Nothing because I think that'll be a good debut for John Moxley and, Ooh. you know, I hope that's where he ends up and da, da, da. <laughs> And he, like, he, he, he was really smooth about it in the interview if you watch the interview but like, he was really smooth like, I hope that's where he lands I think that'll be a great fit for him and yeah. da, 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 da. but he, I think he definitely spoiled it I think we get John Moxley this Saturday I'm curious up. to see where he he would make his debut on the card. You know, that's... I don't know if maybe it's in the over-the-budget Battle Royal. Yeah. Because that person gets a title shot at the first AEW title. So, I wouldn't be surprised at all... That would be interesting. ...if we get John Moxley in the, in the uh, over-the-budget Battle Royal. I think they renamed it since then. It's not the over-the-budget Battle Royal. Yeah, I don't, I don't remember what it is off the top of my head. But, uh... But I wouldn't be surprised to see him yeah. there. I also wouldn't be surprised to see him um, come out and attack either Jericho or Omega and get involved in that feud. Because that's, that's like the echelon that he's on. Yeah. You know? And uh, I think that he would add a lot to that feud. Especially because we've already seen that feud in New Japan. Yeah. So, um, so I mean, AEW is on a roll and we they have, have the only thing they haven't said is what day the show will be on I think like it'll said, be Tuesday the, the, the rumor was that it'll be called Tuesday Night Dynamite right and I kind of hope it is because that's yeah a, a kind of a fun <laughs> name but um, that's, that's almost like the the Monday Night Nitro yeah stuff like that yeah and, and it's very WW, WCW-esque yes and, and here listen man I, I have some worries and, and here are my worries and, and we talked about this briefly before a couple weeks ago um, we have Monday Night Raw, three-hour yeah. show, right? We have Tuesday Night Dynamite. That's another, they don't they don't say how long the show will be either, right? And I think it'll be a two-hour show if they're smart. Yeah. Um, but then we've got we've got you know potentially Tuesday Night Dynamite, right? Yeah. And then Wednesday is when we get all of our NXT. Yeah, two hundred five live NXT NXT right. UK. Right. Well, two hundred five live comes on on Tuesday night. Well, yeah. but but I think they'll probably push it to Wednesday. Or it'll push to Friday with SmackDown because it's filmed right after SmackDown. Um, In fact, I wouldn't be surprised at all to see it on Friday. But you get your NXTs on Wednesday, right? Thursday, I think we have off. I don't think anything airs on Thursdays. Yeah, I think... uh, Is that when main event is? Maybe. But I don't watch main events. I don't think anybody does. (laughs) Um, Friday, you've got Impact every week. Saturday, you've got Ring of Honor every week. So now you've got... 
Five out of seven days. So much wrestling. With professional wrestling. I I think it may a little bit be starting to get oversaturated. So listen, this is a great time to be a wrestling fan. It is. It is a very good time. It's a great time to be a wrestling fan. That being said, I worry. (laughs) Um, Well, I think that may, a lot of things may be overlooked. When yeah. that happens. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, listen, and Chris Jericho, so this whole time, and uh, b- before we wrap up the AEW talk here, because I do want to get into the results for the, yeah. the shows the last couple weeks. Um, Chris Jericho, these these whole last, like, two and a half months, people have been like, so are you guys looking to compete with the WWE? And everybody goes, no, no, we're not going to be competition for those guys. We're putting out a different kind of product. We're putting out a different kind of product, right? Yeah. What does Chris Jericho say today? It's a war whether you want it to be or not. <laughs> like, come on, man! <laughs> and can I just say how, how fun it was that the AEW announcement for TNT had the flames behind it like yeah. Nitro? That was kind of cool. That was kind of a, hey Vince, whoop! <laughs> Remember us? <laughs> so, um, you know, I'm super excited about AEW. I'm super excited yeah. to see, uh, you know, how this goes. Obviously, the show's supposed to start in October at some point. Yep. Uh, they didn't really give us a clear start date. They just said late 2019. Um, but most of the we'll speculation see. is that it'll be in October yeah. after the summer lull. Well, once up. it's announced, we'll... Add it to our yeah. show recaps. And speaking of show recaps, yeah. man, do we have a lot for you. So oh boy. Because last week we got all messed up with our schedule, we yeah. did a double Raw Smackdown. We talked about Impact a bit. Um we talked about the previous weeks, yeah, 205 Live, NXT, NXT UK, um, but we didn't get to last week's NXT, NXT UK, 205 Live, yeah. and we couldn't get to Ring of Honor because of our various yeah. uh, spots to be able to do that. So We got two weeks of 205 Live. Two weeks of 205 Live, um, two weeks of NXT, NXT UK, and two weeks of Ring of Honor. Yeah. A week of Impact, a Raw, and a SmackDown. Strap in. Let's go for a ride. Race it, go. All right, so 205 Live. We're going to start there. Um, so two weeks ago, 205 Live, uh, and I, I'll never call him anything but this. Rockstar Spud yeah. tells us that, uh, that he's invited fel- uh, NXT UK folks to the show because they're in the UK. I'm fine with that. Yeah, I, I've loved all the crossover stuff we've gotten from Worlds Collide. Yeah, um, and, and that kind of stuff. I think really that 205 Live, NXT UK, NXT should be this revolving door of talent yeah, because I, because that. I think that that gives them three shows to highlight all of that yeah. talent they have going on there. And b- before we really get into this, mm-hmm. I have not seen either 205 Live shows. I've had a lot of overtime at work mm. lately so i haven't really yep. had the time yeah i just barely squeezed in nxt and nxt uk so <laughs> well i i play, i paid pretty close attention here um so the first thing that we got two weeks ago was we got a fatal four-way match umberto Carrillo, a returning jack gallagher james drake and mark andrews um this was a spot fest man i'm gonna have to go back and watch this <laughs> Um, it was a spot fest. It was beautiful. And, you know, Gentleman Jack had the umbrella. He, yeah. did, he did the jump off the, the turnbuckle to the outside with a seated <laughs> senton on these guys. So he literally jumps, umbrella in the air, 
legs out like he's trying to sit in a chair and lands on them with his behind, man. Nice. It was it was a cool it was a cool spot. Um ultimately Umberto won with a roll up on Jack. And then Interesting. Jack Thanks. was kind of like teasing he's not gonna shake his hand. He offered his hand to him and then they shook hands and Jack exited the ring. But they're really pushing him, uh, Umberto Carrillo, on all these 205 and NXT shows yeah. right now. And I, that's I, think kid's, I think the kid's got a lot of talent. Oh, he's got a lot. Got a lot of talent. Absolutely. Um, so then we got a really weird tanning booth promo from Davari. It was weird, man. Like, he's in the tanning booth and he's looking this way with the goggles on. And he's talking to the camera that's right here like it's a selfie promo in a tanning booth. That's just weird. It was weird. I don't know. Like, I couldn't even listen to what he was saying because I was just thinking in my head, why? Why are we doing this right now? This is ridiculous. You know, I I was like, uh, uh, stop it. And then we went right into a Tony Nese promo. And listen, Tony Nese is a phenomenal in-ring performer. I love watching him wrestle. The man just isn't a talker yet. No. And that's not to say that... I've I've noticed that. I'm not saying that he never will be. I'm not saying that he won't grow and be a great talker. Um, It's something that he has to work on right now. It's something that he desperately has to work on. Um, The Leggero promo was that came after that. So it was three promos in a row, which I don't like. I think that's that's too much. Especially for for an hour show, that's, that's too... Like, it doesn't... It, it doesn't flow right, well right me. and then there's another one after that but, but besides the point um the Leggero promo was reminiscent it was fun it was straight up no nonsense but well well done and then we had a lucha house party promo where they're in the back talking about what's going to happen later you know next week or whatever they're gonna um i'm sorry there's one week of, of 205 live this week this is just this week's stuff um because we talked about last week's 205 live last week oh um so that's my that's my fault. But that's uh, how much I pay attention. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and they talked about how they're going to have a rematch with the Singh brothers. Why? Why they beat them? Oh my god. Oh, and listen, it was like it was really poor, poorly done promo, and it's like the three of them, and the camera's like up here, and it's like a selfie shot, and I was like, what? Not a fan of the selfie promo. No, and I'm not a fan of four promos a row in a row on a show. It's just it, it kills the mood, man. Um, but then we got. Tony Nice versus Leggetto. It was a high impact match, man. I'm gonna have to go back and watch this. Um, only, you know, if for no other reason because Leggetto's our boy on Twitter. Yeah, but um, but <laughs> he it was a high impact match. Lots and lots of really fun spots to watch. I really loved Tony Nice. At one point, Leggetto had Tony Nice's right arm mm-hmm. in some kind of hold, and Tony Nice legit curls him up into a power bomb. And then bombs him into the corner to set him up for the running knees. Nice. Um, and it was just like, it was this really, really cool spot. I was really, um, really fun match to watch. Really fun match to watch. And then Davari, who said he wasn't there because he was at the tanning salon, uh, runs in from the crowd and attacks, and he destroyed Nice. Absolutely destroyed him, which pretty much tells us all that he's not going to win on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> um, but he, he legit came out and just beat the urine out of him. It was um, it was certainly interesting. Yeah. Um, all right. So then we're gonna go to NXT. Yeah. And we have two weeks of NXT for sure this time because I yes. see both dates here. Um, <laughs> so we had Mia Yim versus Bianca Belair. Yeah. Uh, good match. Yes. Very good match. I like these two. Yeah. And um, I like this program. <laughs> I think that that the program will be 
very fun as long as it's managed correctly. Yeah. And NXT's been doing a good job of that. I mean, Triple H runs NXT, so... Yeah. Yeah. So I, I think that that'll be good. Um, then we got a... Like a... Remember back in the, the 2000s, like we would get the CCTV segments where it's like yeah. security cam footage, right? Yeah, we, we got, got a, an old school like. Yeah, so we got one of those things with the showing the Forgotten Sons attacking the the Viking. Are they the Viking Raiders? Yeah, they're, the Viking Raiders. They are now. now the Viking Raiders on NXT. Okay, so attacking so the, the Viking Raiders backstage, <laughs> um, and then we, we're you know they say we're going to find out about what's going on with the Raiders next week um, when they come to tell us how everything's going to yeah, go gonna moving happen. forward. Um, they're really pushing the performance center because yeah. that happened at the performance center and then the, the next one or the next promo happened at the performance center too yeah and and listen i'm okay with that because they want to show that they're developing their talent and like they have a spot for them to do it yeah it is what it is i'm good with it i mean wc it's a little a la wcw because wcw did that with the uh what did they used to call that the um the factory i think they called it okay um they did that too um so but we had another performance center promo this one was much better done yeah. In that it was much closer to what was happening in the ring, um, where Shirai attacked Baszler, and they had to be separated by everyone around, yeah. including um, including William Regal. Yep, and just pulling them apart, and it, it was good. I mean, it, it's setting up for what happened this week on NXT, right? Which is exactly, exactly. Um, so that was good, and then we got uh, Raúl Mendoza versus Riddick Moss. Riddick, um, <laughs> uh, Riddick, Riddick Steiner. Riddick Steiner. Yeah, listen, man, doing the push-ups in the ring. Yeah. So, I, and he's a little bit of a, of a Scott Hall, too, because yeah. he's got that, it, it was like, I mean, it was like a copy-and-paste Scott Hall fall-away slam. There, he, you know what, the one thing I did like about the match is, I think, where you're talking about, uh, Mendoza did a springboard uh, crossbody, mm-hmm. and he didn't, he, if... Riddick didn't move closer to him, Mendoza would have missed. Yeah. And Riddick moved up and, and caught him. He caught you see he caught him low. Yeah. And picked him up and then he started doing curls with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, like I I said, I said, is he kind of Scott Steiner plus Scott Hall? Should we be calling him Scott Riddick? I mean <laughs> Um I but thought I mean, it was a good match though. It was, it was, and it was and it was a nice win for Mendoza. Yeah. And it was a good so this is one of those examples of a good mix of styles. Yeah, because you know, Mendoza's Mendo- that uh, Lucha Libre style. Right, moving around, yeah. tossing his body around, and, and, and Riddick Rid- is not. Riddick's that powerful, I'm, I'm just going to run right through you. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, now we've got Ooh. one of the best. Ooh. And listen, every time we have a main event like this on, on NXT, I go, my mind is blown. Yes, yeah. was Oh my god. Right? Um, Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole. Yeah. And first of all, there are a couple spots in this match that I was like, oh, that was awesome. You know, the fireman's (laughs) carry into the code breaker. Yeah. That was awesome. Yeah. That was awesome. Um, The ankle locks looked vicious. I mean, Matt Riddle was a UFC fighter. I get that, but... I mean, the man looks like he has the man's foot sideways. Yeah. You know, Angle never had it looking like that. No. Shamrock didn't have it looking no. like that. You know? Um, the, the Oh. The GTS into the powerbomb. <laughs> oh, oh, man. And then it was into a knee lift from there. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was just... 
you know, Matt Riddle pulls out this great win after Roderick Strong comes out and tries to help Adam Cole, but he has nothing to do with the finish. Yeah, he actually got kicked by by Matt Riddle. Riddle. You know, which should have distracted Riddle for Cole to get the win. Yeah, and that because Riddle he did that he did this the springboard flip into the ring. Yep, to get in and caught a super kick right as he can't right as he got in. Yeah, so Adam Cole was completely in control yeah. of the match, and then Adam Cole blames well, and then. Cole goes for the pin, and Riddle gets him in the bro mission. Right. And Which, then, for people who don't know anything about MMA, is called a twister, and it really hurts. Yeah. Yeah, and um, you know, and then Cole taps out, and then he blames Roderick Strong, and I'm like, Yeah. Listen, Whoa. I, I, I'm not a huge fan of the lack of continuity and what's actually happening on the show that just happened 10 seconds beforehand. Yeah. <laughs> You know, Simon Miller complains about WWE not having, like, long-term vision and yeah. expecting fans not to remember things like a week out. Dude, this happened 10 seconds before we before he started blaming him. Yeah. You know, and on the way up the ramp, he's like, every time he comes out, I lose. Is it a coincidence? I, you know, like, listen, man, you had that match well in hand. Yeah. This was on you. This doesn't make sense. Maybe they, Triple H was on vacation. I don't know. Um, so that was the end of that week. Then right into the next week, it starts with the Viking Raiders coming to the ring, starting the show, mm-hmm. and they want to, and they feel that no one in the tag division can compete with them, so they plan to just relinquish the tag titles and move on to Raw. Hmm, interesting. So they call out, they call out William Regal. Mm-hmm. Regal comes down. They ha- they physically hand William Regal the belts. Yep. And then the Street Profits music hit. I love the Street Profits. Music. They are they are awesome. I love I love their their shticks were like, man, did you see on my CD play? Yeah. Oh my god. They're like they're like a more talented crime time. Ooh. <laughs> um so Street Profits come down and and they say, Look, we want one more shot at you. And then they they say we, we want one more shot at the Viking Raiders. If that is your name. <laughs> so. Oh. Poke the, the bear. Yeah. Poke the bear. <laughs> so the the Raiders look at William Regal. They grab their belts and say make the match. And that's the main event for the night. Okay. So later, later in the show we're going to get Street Profits and the Viking Raiders. Which will be another awesome match. Yeah. Because they're all super yeah. talented. I'm a little bit concerned. With the Undisputed Era's storyline. Yeah, it's, based it's, on what we saw last week. It's and a little funky. So they, they showed a promo showing the end, what happened after uh, they got to the back, mm-hmm. where there was a lot of bleeping out, which I thought <laughs> was interesting. <laughs> okay. I was like, whoa. There's that edgy product Fox is yeah. looking for. But it, at, at the end of... So it was... Cole and Strong yelling at each other. We right. said there was a de- there was a decent amount of bleeping out. Right. But that ended with Roderick Strong taking off the undisputed era shirt and the armband and handing them to or throwing them at Adam Cole, and he walked out. So, but then on on this episode of NXT, they they were doing a promo outside of the arena, mm-hmm. and it was just Adam Cole. Uh, Kyle, Kyle O'Reilly and and Fish 
and they're they're talking about the situation, and Adam Cole's like, "Look, I don't know what's going on. We haven't seen Roddy in a week." And at, as you're watching this promo, you're seeing people behind behind them running in the back towards like the I don't know where they're running, hmm. and out from behind the corner comes Roderick Strong. And there's people still running past Strong, or past where Strong came from. So, like, all right, what's what's going on here? And Strong comes up to him and goes, look, I took the week to think about what happened. And you're you're right. We're stronger as a group when, when all four of us are on the same page. And he hands Adam Cole a bloody flip-flop. He goes, your Matt Riddle situation is solved. I'm like, What? <laughs> Did he chop off his foot? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. And and that was so. Listen, uh, two and this... two together means he he attacked Matt Riddle, but the the body flip flop didn't make any sense to me. So I, I'm really getting <laughs> concerned with. So this is reminding me of like mid 2000s DX. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, are we in DX or are we not in DX this week, guys? Like, yeah. this is this is really and the and the thing is that Triple H was part of that. Yeah, you know, um, and so I, I have I have worry that it's going to get to that point. All right. So then we had uh, so right from there we went into Keith Lee versus Cesar Bononi. It was. A little bit more than a squash match. It went on for a decent amount, but Keith Lee did a lot of the work. Okay. And I love Keith Lee. Keith Lee is awesome. Especially the... I like his finisher itself, because it's the sit-out last ride, basically. Right. right. But I also love the name, because it's the Spirit Bomb. The and Spirit I'm a huge bomb. Dragon Ball Z fan. <laughs> it is what it is, man. <laughs> I mean... In a world where professional wrestlers have gaming channels, you know, I, I love it, it. it. It's all good, brother. Um, so then we get a confirmation of Shayna Baszler and Io Shirai at Takeover. Yeah, which I'm, that's gonna, that's gonna be a good match. I'm really excited. Yeah. I'm really excited for yeah. that match. It's gonna be great. And then Kushida's back. Yeah. He took on Kona Reeves, which. Kushida won. It was another like level above a squash match where Kushida did a lot of the work. He was he was really put on display. Right. But the interesting thing to me was about a minute to two minutes into the match, Drew Gulak, Hilly boy, came out at just stood at the top of the ramp to watch the match. I would love. I think it's all, I, I think it's a really good program. Uh, I would love a Drew Gulak. Because he, he's been feud. critical of Kushida. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that would be a really good I first that, feud for Kushida. I think that's a very smart move. Yeah. I think it's a very smart move. Alright, so then we got a uh, some backstage stuff. Bianca Belair and Mia Yim are going to continue the, their feud. Excuse me, this is what happens to me when I stay up to all hours of the night <laughs> watching wrestling for our and podcast. Um... And then I, I get through school all day. You know, I'm a school teacher. For those of you who yeah. don't know, um, you know, I get through school all day, and I'm fine. And then, and then, yeah. I, and then we actually get to the filming, which is why I stayed up late in the first place. And I go, oh, what? Yeah. So sorry, guys. I don't mean to yawn at you. That's not very professional of me, but 
We're I mean, like I said, I've been putting in overtime this week, so I'm yep. just exhausted. We're, we're filming in my living room, so yeah. <laughs> yeah, it is what it is. All right. Um, so, yeah, so we get a backstage segment um, basically confirming that we're getting more of Bianca Belair and Mia Yim. Yeah. That's that's cool. Yeah. I, um, they had like a nice said, match. I'm, and... Yeah, I'm really excited to see where that goes. Okay. And then everything finally came full circle. So Matt, Matt Riddle's in the back getting patched up, and Johnny Gargano's with him. And Gargano's like, ah, undisputed error is mean, pretty much. And he confer- I love Johnny. Yeah. I love Johnny. And he, he confirms that him and Cole are going to fight a takeover for the belt again. Okay. Which, it's going to be a good match. Yeah. I mean, it can't not be a good it match. Can't not be a good it's match. Cole and Gargano. Right. Right. Even on like that's like that's like, you know, people people got real antsy about Jericho Michaels at WrestleMania. They were like, Well, what happens if it's not a good match? Well it tarnished their legacy. And I turned around to people and I'd be like, Listen, even if they're having like a massive hangover day, <laughs> the two of them are gonna put on a better match than three quarters of the card. Yeah. <laughs> that's kinda how I feel about Johnny and Adam. Yeah. You know? Um so that'll be that'll be okay. Yeah. Um, so then we got a short and boring match. Yeah, Vanessa Bourne versus Jesse. Mm. It, it could have not been on the card, and I wouldn't. Have, yeah, it's two minutes of my life. I'll never get back. Yeah, wouldn't have missed it. Yeah, it could have been added. That those two minutes could have been added to the main event, which was Street Profits versus Viking Raiders. Viking experience, Viking Raiders. Whatever, uh, whatever they are. War Raiders. War Vikings. War Vikings. I War Vikings. I yeah. like it. All right, so the match was off and running, as and it's going to be a good tag match, right? One of the uh, the the Street Profit guys hit a frog splash that I literally think he came down from the rafters. <laughs> he, I've never seen someone get that much air off of a turnbuckle. That's I, pretty awesome. Literally, I he almost went out of frame. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. That it was crazy. Awesome. Um, but we this is the WWE sometimes. We can't have nice things. So the Forgotten Sons came down and just got involved. And that was the... I, loved, I love the Forgotten Sons. I love them. They're awesome. Yeah. I've said that I think three shows in a row now. Yeah. They are awesome. I really hope that they don't get bogged down yeah. in a nonsense bit where they can't crown a tag champion. I hope that it's a clean yeah, and then move on. So basically the Forgotten Sons come down, the match is, the match is thrown out, and mayhem ensues. Everybody, everybody's flying everywhere, and then out of nowhere, Oni Larkin and Danny Birch come down too because they've Why been involved not? with the Forgotten Sons. The in in all the mayhem, one of the Viking Raiders was in the ring, and the Street Profits hit their their tag finisher on him, and one guy pins him, the other guy counts to three, and they and they they book it out of there after that, mm-hmm. pretty much saying, "Look, we won." That's just how it is, right? Right. They don't they don't take the belts or anything, but they they just book it, okay? And then uh, the Viking Raiders hit the the Viking Experience on someone, and that kind of clears out the ring. <laughs> and what I thought was an odd ending was they're in the they're in the ring, they lay the belts down, 
and they bow to everyone, and then it cuts to black. So I don't know well, if that's I, their, like... No, that, that's kind of how NXT's done it. I mean, Ricochet and Aleister Black did it that way, too. Yeah, I don't know if that's them, that, that'll that be their last time on the show, and they're still just relinquishing the titles. Yeah, or, I would think so. I don't, I don't know how... I'm curious to see how... How it plays out Yeah, next how week. that plays out. Yeah, agreed. Agreed. All right, so... NXT UK. Mildly confusing end to NXT. Um, NXT UK. So, first of all, I'm getting a little bit tired of the opening promo being a general manager or their lackey yeah. starting off the show telling us what happens. It happened on 205 Live. It happened on NXT UK twice in a row. It happened... You know, it's 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 getting boring. Yeah. Let's... let's okay, we did it once or twice. It was good. Give the talent an opportunity... Yeah, why can't they actually do the promos? Right, exactly. So we get an opening promo telling us that um, we're going to get an eight-man tournament that will end in a fatal four-way to, to determine a number one contender for either Walter or Pete Dunne yeah. after their match. So the fatal four-way will be on in the same week as the championship okay. match, is the way I understand it. And that... Um, Whoever wins will then have a number one contender already lined up, okay. which is good. I think that's that works. a perfect way to focus on a championship. Um, then we got Mustache Mountain, who, by the way, the crowd effing loves oh, they're, they're, Mustache yeah. Mountain. Um, you know, versus the Hunt, and the Hunt. You know, they, they have like that old school like barbarian gimmick kind of yeah. thing going on you know and, and i kind of dig that you know it kind of takes us back to wrestling is supposed to be entertaining yeah um but you know the commentators talking about the gap twos and stuff like that i could do without that you know just, just let the guys do their gimmick and move on yeah you know especially because the commentating is not great on nxt uk no um, i mean the, the commentating in general just isn't isn't good lately right other than nxt because Mauro Ronaldo is amazing yes i love Mauro. yes um, so they had a fun match. It was lots of good stuff happening. Um, one thing that I really noticed in this match that really bothers me is the lack of space between the ring apron and the protective barrier Okay, for the NXT shows and for 205 Live. Well, 205 Live is on the SmackDown one, so yeah. that was probably okay, but the NXT shows, um, it's really narrow. It's really narrow. Like, so all those dive through the rope spots that all these NXT guys are doing. Yeah. And the jump over the over the rope spots that they're doing, they look really crowded. Um, and, and I have a, a note somewhere in one of these shows coming up where someone someone missed the ring apron on a, a springboard over the rope mm-hmm. jump by like that much. Oof. With their tailbone. Eesh. That's going to be bad news bears. Yeah. So I think that they really need to make that adjustment. Um, But I love the chemistry between all these guys. And obviously Mustache Mountain picks up a win. And then we get breaking news. And then we just just get, our cameras are backstage. And then it shifts to a camera. And we see Amir Jordan, who they didn't name initially. So I was like, some guy got hurt in my notes. Yeah. (laughs) But... But Amir Jordan was attacked and injured, you know, and we get no commentary to talk us through it. It's just, you know, Amir, you know, he's supposed to be in a tag team match um, later in the night to, you know, for the tag titles. Yeah. And um, you just see his partner carrying him into the trainer's room and that's that. And we don't get any, anything yeah, else. Wasn't nothing. Not um, much. 
And then we get to Joe Coffey versus the Mod Father in the first qualifier for that fatal four-way match. Yeah. yeah. Um, Coffey, you know, they were in Scotland here. Yeah. And so Coffey's the homeboy. And uh, he was really huge over. It was a good stiff match. Coffey goes over. He wins. And then they uh, they try to do, he and his whole stable, I forget what they're called off the top of my head, um, with Wolfgang and the other guy. Okay. But the, uh, I can't remember either. But uh, so those guys all come out and, and they're trying to cut this promo like, you know, this is our kingdom. I'm talking about Scotland, you know, and they get this big pop, right? Yeah. And then they go, no, you don't understand. This is his kingdom. It's his kingdom. It's my kingdom. It's not yours. Like they're trying to get heat, and the crowd just goes, "Yeah!" <laughs> like they're just I mean, a- they're, they should know that they're in their hometown. They're not going to be. They're not going to get heat. Right. And how often do you, do you get WWE shows in Scotland? You yeah. know what I mean. So it's like, so they were just like they were they were totally the crowd is totally ruined. Like they were trying to get the heel heat, and the crowd was just not having it. They're like, "Nope, we love you, coffee." Like. Yeah. Oh man, it was it was perfect. Um, and just in general, UK crowds are just uh, they're bonkers. I love UK, they're bonkers. UK crowds, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Um, is there anyone in the wrestling, or I'll I'll even broaden that and go to the sports industry that has better video packages than the WWE? I doubt it. I'm always amazed. By what they can do with the little video package. Yeah. When it's done right. Yeah. When it's done right, you know? They're just, they're, they're always top notch, you know? So we, we got a couple of those. Um, and then we got Nina Samuels versus Casey Owens. And I love Casey Owens' entrance. She, uh, she like does this thing where she does like a figure four on, her, you know, on the ropes and she hangs upside down from the ropes. It's really cool, man. Hmm. Like, it shows right off the right off the bat. Okay, I'm very athletic. I'm ready to go. Let's do our thing. Um, the crowd's firmly behind Casey. She has a really nice, you know. Uh, we we've mentioned before that we're martial artists, and so I really pay attention to kicks a lot because yeah. we're tongue, <laughs> we're tongue sudo pr- practitioners. It's a kicking art. It's a kicking art. So I really pay attention to people's kicks, and um, they, you know, she has a really nice turning back kick. She has a really nice turning back kick. Right. I wish that it had gotten more extension. Yeah. Um, but just, you know, based on on the way everything was working, it was it was beautiful. It was really nice. Um, and what I really liked about this match is that it told a story. Yeah. You know, it, the focus was on Samuels focusing on Casey's lumbar spine and the low back. Mm-hmm. And it ended with Samuels going over... Um, and her finisher looks great, but I worry it's going to kill somebody <laughs> one day. You know, it's like a, it's like a, an attitude adjustment onto your knee, your knee with the back of their neck. Yeah. Like, listen, I'm sure you've probably trained that match or that move rather a million yeah. times, and you're probably very proficient at it. And and I hope that I'm wrong. You just never know. I, but there have been so many neck injuries in professional yeah. wrestling. And that, that move just... Unless you got a neck like Brock. Yeah. It's... Yeah. Unless you're like one of those and, and you know New Japan Dojo guys that come out that have like the necks of steel because they do nothing but train their necks yeah. for months at a time. You know, I really worry about that. I really worry about it. Um, post-match, we get, a, we get Samuels doing a post-match promo 
running down Tony Storm, talking very, very much so about her family. It was, yeah. it was pretty effective. Yeah, it's pretty effective. Um, we uh, get Mastiff. Well, Dave Mastiff will, will face Wolfgang. Yeah, next week and next week in the qualifier for the uh, for the Fatal Four. It was it was really quick. It was easy. Yeah. It was almost like a it was almost like a, a little um, press a little press conference. Yeah. With all the like, they had all the different WWE microphones yeah. there and NXT microphones. Which I, I actually kind of enjoyed that because yeah. as as a sports fan, I'm used to that more than right. Which kind of leads me to believe, hmm, are they talking about making it a more sports like product? Well, I forgot to say this earlier, but on NXT this week, Mar Renault made a lot of references to wins and losses. Yep. Yep. And. um you know that that's been the big thing with AEW. It's all about wins and losses. It's yeah. gonna be a sports like product. You know, I'm I'm kind of looking forward to. Sorry, table moves on me. Yeah. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to seeing how WWE adjusts their product. Yeah. Based on what we're getting from AEW, but that, that being said, it was like a little press conference. Yep. He said his thing. Yeah, it's gonna be a match. I'm coming after you. Yeah. Rah rah rah. Okay, guys. Anything else? Good. Cheers. And he walks away. Yeah. And then um. Kelly Ray comes in and interrupts and says, hold on, you guys come back to me. No, nobody wants you talking to Mastiff, yeah. right? You know, nobody wants you. Listen, you know, I'm coming after Samuels yeah, she I want happy my title shot. About that, yeah. She, right. she, she, she's the one that wants Tony Storm. But right, exactly. She doesn't think Samuels has put her time in. To... Right, right. Which I think is very good. They're, they're showing development of the yeah. division. Everyone it's, going towards the title. It's a continual storyline. Hey! Continuity um, is something... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right? <laughs> it's amazing! Yeah. Um, Who'd have thought? So then we get a commercial break, and the only reason I even talk about it this commercial break is because they showed this promo for the Triple H Road to WrestleMania special. Yeah, it looks really good. It looks amazing. I yeah. can't wait to watch it. Like, I- I'm such a nerd for be- for behind-the-scenes stuff. Like, yeah, when I read a so book... I. <laughs> when I read a book, and I get really invested in the character... I want like a separate book about that character yeah. backstory, <laughs> you know. Like that's that's the guy that I am. Yeah. Um. So that and like TV shows, I desperately want to know as much as I can about each character. Yeah. Like so, I'll go and find like the the Star Wars universe. Like I go and I read all that stuff. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um. So I really like this. Really interests me. I can't. I can't wait to watch it. Um. All right, and then we get the grizzled young veterans who it turns out attacked. Uh, earlier well, who knows but no they, they they pretty much say yeah that that it happened and that they were the the ones that attacked um, Amir Jordan Amir Jordan right and so you know Amir Jordan was supposed to be teaming with Kenny Williams yeah and they say well everybody can just go home there's not going to be a match you know Amir Jordan's hurt yeah, 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 yeah. Kenny Williams comes out listen I've got more friends than I've just got one. mates I've got mates and uh Supernova you know, Noam Dar comes out, and um, he he's the partner for the tag match. Yeah. It's um, good to see Noam Dar back. Yeah, it was very good to see him back. First thing I have to ask is, what the heck is with these Scots holding up the shoes? Yeah, I don't, I don't know I what don't it is. I don't get it, man. Like, I was like, I, and, I, and I'm sitting over here, and I'm like, I'm looking it up on my phone as I'm watching the show. I'm like, why do Scottish people wave shoes? At? Yeah. <laughs> and, and if anyone knows, up. please let us know. We're, you know, just, we're curious. Yes, we, we would love to know why that's a thing. Um you know, so we we see a really nice match. There was this really nice drop kick spot, yeah, 
where like it was like drop kick, drop kick, drop kick, drop kick, and they all hit a drop kick on each other right in the face too. Yeah. Like it was beautiful. <laughs> um, the the Kenny Williams. Yeah, the, the, this is what the, I was talking the, about earlier. The, yeah, Kenny Williams did this springboard uh, senton where he went corner, corner to corner, same side ring. Yeah, corner to corner, springboards over the ropes and does a senton onto, um, onto the grizzled young veterans on the outside. Yeah. But he literally misses the yeah. ring by this <laughs> much. Like, we're talking like, yeah, hairs. Um, you know, the hair on his leg probably brushed up against yeah. the the ring apron. Um, like we said, the the UK crowds are just incredible. Yeah, they, they were fantastic yeah, for this match. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, they were fantastic for the whole show. Yeah, it was just it was great. It's beautiful. Um. <laughs> The commentary team. Here we go. Here we go. The commentary team. You can't teach that. You can't teach that. And and my first thought in my brain is... Enzo? Damn, are we going after Enzo on the air now? Like, (laughs) did they lock Enzo back up so he couldn't go to AEW? Oh, man. Man, oh, man. We got a John Moxley clothesline in the match. It's a little bit... It is what it is. Um... All right. Which <laughs> which knee did Noam Dar actually hurt? Will which who, knee was who it? Who I'm from what I read, it was the left. Okay, but I don't know. Okay, so for those of you that haven't seen this match yet, um, one of the grizzled young veterans puts Noam Dar in a Boston Crab, single leg Boston Crab. Yeah, which was his right leg. He puts it on his right leg, and they go, "Oh, the injured knee, the injured knee." And Noam Dar is like about to tap out, and Kenny Williams tap out, and Kenny Williams stops him from tapping out. Yeah. And then he he gets the the hold broken. He brings him over the corner to make the tag, right? And um, later later in the match, uh, I forget. It's one of the vets. Yeah, one of the veterans. One of the vets grabbed him, pull pulls Dar, splits his legs around uh, the post, the ring post, and takes his left leg and hits it against the post. And the rep, and the, the commentators go, "Oh, the injured knee!" Like, well, all right. Which one is it? Yeah. Yeah. Consistency, as yeah. we've said before, not so long ago. <laughs> it could be something that's interesting. Mm. <laughs> um, but anyway, the, the the Grizzled Young Veterans retain after a really nicely timed match. Yeah. And it was a really hard-fought match. Yeah, it was it a was, good match. It was fantastic. It was a really good watch. Again, and, and anything NXT is a solid... Well, so, almost anything because well, because then you get Nia Jax 2.0. Oh yeah, coming in okay. to this week's show, uh, Piper Nevin, who won a a squash match um, where we pretty much feared for the jobber's life the entire yes. time. Um, you know, listen, I, I have said repeatedly on this show, I really like Piper Nevin. I, I think that she is very talented. I just she just needs she needs a little more time. Yep, I think she needs a little bit of time at the PC, not on TV. Yeah, you know. Um, but I, I look forward to where she goes. Yeah. Then we got treated to a very scripted Oof. Tony Storm promo. Oh man, the only the only thing that like she literally could have just been sitting there reading, and it would have it wouldn't have made a difference. I want this match more than she does. All I have to do is go tell them that I want the match, and yeah. I'll put the title on the line. Like holy smokes, girl can wrestle. Girl's got the look. I know, she's she's definitely better on the mic than that. I yeah, we've just, seen her be better than that. Yeah, I really hope uh, that just, it gets better, man. Me too. Um, and then we got Cassie Zono rolling up 
and he's all pissed off about not being in any of the qualifiers for the Fatal Four. Yeah. And then we're told, well, we'll tell you how we're going to deal with that next week. Uh, Sorry about that. Um, so that's a little, yeah, it is what it is. I mean, Cassie Sono, what did you do to earn it? You just lost to Kushida in Kushida's debut. But I mean, on, on NXT UK, he did beat Ligero. That's true. That's true. Why are they jobbing out our boy? I don't know. I mean, it's not really a job out. I mean, someone has to lose. Yeah. But it was a 15 minute match. But I mean, <laughs> why? The, we want Ligero to win, man. Yeah. Hashtag Ligero wins. Yes. Yes. By the way, if you didn't see our hashtag this week on Twitter, it was Give Talent a Chance. Yes. With Talent all in caps. Um, so we got a Fatal 4-Way. Right, yeah, right into the next Fatal 4-Way, which was Jordan Devlin versus our boy, Ligero. Versus, versus Ligero. And um, so we affectionately, because we think Devlin is very, very talented, but we have taken to calling Devlin's uh, SpongeBob Squarehead. He, he does have a very square head. He does. If, he, if, if, you, if you're watching and, and you get a shot straight on of his head, it is... Very square. Yes. Yes. Uh, listen, the the cat can go, man. He can wrestle. Yeah. Um, it was a good match. It was a fantastic yeah. match. Um, you know, we, we would have obviously preferred to see Liguero win. Yeah. Um, it, was, it, it was a fast match. It was. It was it, it, but, but Devlin is very talented, and yeah. I have no problem with him we, moving on. We kind of knew that it was going to be Devlin just... Storyline wise, right? It's, it's going to be him, right? Because he had the shot at Walter, yeah, and yeah, yeah. Um, then we get a Walter promo. The man can talk, yeah. Well, yeah, he came across very well in that. Yeah. You know, and and I don't know if it's just because his character doesn't really allow for him to express himself vocally. Um, you know, very much in the ring, yeah, but. I think that as this man's character develops, that he could be very, very good on the mic. Me too. I think. I and, and I look forward to that happening. Um, so let's let's keep things moving here. Then we got Mustache Mountain promo. They want a rematch for the tag titles. Yep. Um, did we get confirmation whether or not they're going to get it? Uh, I don't think so, right? I don't. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> we'll we'll report back on yeah. that next week. Uh, and then, so then we had <laughs> the debuting Ilya Dragunov versus Jack Stars. Okay, so oh. this match was not good. No. I, I did not enjoy this match. Um, and why the heck does Ilya have red contacts in his eyes? Well, ooh, Mother Russia! Yeah. You know, Jesus, like... Then, I don't ha- know if you noticed, but he... I want to say he steal, he's stealing Simon Miller's gimmick because he's slapping himself, but he's slapping himself in the face, not the top of the head. Simon, I don't, I don't know who who has been wrestling longer, honestly. But Simon, like, you need to lay lay this down, man. <laughs> you need to take care of it. You need to take <laughs> care of it. Send WWE a cease and desist. <laughs> you are the rightful head slapper in professional wrestling. <laughs> all right. Um, ultimately, the first of all, there was serious air on the senton. Yeah. That was that was that was an okay spot in the match for sure. Dragonov wins with a torpedo Moscow. That's what they yeah, called it. it I, from what I saw, it's just a, a spinning a, tackle. Well, no, it was a spinning uppercut, kind of like that the European uppercut that Cesaro does, mm-hmm. where he just runs at you and, and comes I didn't up even with see it. the arm move. I yeah. just saw him like attack him with his head. I, yeah, originally I thought, ah! like, what do we just? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> flying headbutt. <laughs> 
Like, all right. So you want compressed discs in your ne- in your neck? Got it. Yeah. Um, like I said, I, I wasn't impressed. They built this guy up in all these promos, you know. And yeah. I, just, I wasn't impressed, man. I wasn't impressed. Um, hopefully that changes. Yeah. We'll see. Then we got another uh, promo after that with Noam Dar and Mark Andrews. They're gonna have a rematch of the match where both of them got hurt. Right. And right. finally figure out who who should have won that match. Right. And it was classic. It was very much, yeah. all right, may the best man win, shake yep. hands, walk away. And I think that's perfect for those two. I think yeah. that that's going to be another great match. Um, then we got Killer Kelly via uh, versus Zia Brookside. Yeah. And Brookside was the the one that had like the really awful promo. Yeah, fly, fly with Brookside. Fly with Brookside or whatever it was. Um, the, ma- the match was interrupted by Ginny. Don't... These are people that we really don't know much about. Right. And she introduced Jazzy Gabbert. And Gabbert destroyed. Whoa. Destroyed Brookside. Oh. Listen, she is more in shape than. I shouldn't say in shape. She has a leaner build yeah. than Nia Jax or Piper Nevin. She's big. But she's big. Like. Build wise, look towards like Beth Phoenix, but like scale her up a little bit, maybe. Yeah, like it was almost like Ty Valkyrie, that that type of build. Just nah, she's bigger. bigger. Than that. Yeah, she's bigger than that. But yeah, for sure. Um, after that, we get confirmation of, of the women's championship the women's match. championship from Johnny Saint. Um, then we get Mastiff versus Wolfgang in the next qualifier. Yeah, for the Fatal Four Way. Um, Mastiff wins. It was a slow, heavy match. Yeah, Mastiff I mean, wins with the into the void. Is that what I think, they? I think it? that's what it was. It was essentially KO's cannonball, right? Yeah, but from like way farther, it looked like it was way farther across the ring because he just like jumps, flew at him, and that is a lot of man coming at you. Yeah, oh boy, oh boy, and then Mollus. That's the name of the of uh, Coffee's group because Wolfgang's in that group. Mollus yeah. is the name of that of that stable. They all came in and put a beat down on um, Mastiff. On Mastiff. And Wolfgang, who's a big boy. Yeah. He had a very nice swanton. Swan yeah. Very nice. Very nice. All right. Let's keep so, it rolling right into Ring of Honor. Yeah. So we got two weeks of, of Ring of Honor for you. So um, first of all, what you have to know about this is that Ring of Honor is about three weeks removed from the Crockett Cup at this point. Yep. And they are rolling up to... They had this big um, this big tournament going on this weekend with New Japan and stuff like that. And, um, you know, like the New Japan tag titles were on the line at one point. I think it was either that or AAA tag titles were on the, on yeah. the line. Um, you know, so, so we're getting a lot of... Um, a lot of stuff happening that's building up to that. Yep. Uh, even though it's not really like a pay-per-view, it's like it's a three-event thing happening in three different cities. Um, so we got PJ Black, who again is... Um, Justin Gabriel. Justin Gabriel uh, versus Eli Isom. And it was a very, very good match, but there was a, there was a huge botch on the springboard by Isom. And the match finish was essentially, which is really cool... Um, a backflip coup de gras Ooh. by PJ. So he's he does like a moonsault into a coup de gras. Okay. Onto you, Isom. 
you wrote backflip, and I, for some reason, immediately thought shooting star press, because that would be even more impressive. No, it was like, boop. Okay. Oh, I was like, holy smokes. That was a, or maybe it was a, uh, a shooting star press. Now I gotta go back and watch it. <laughs> um, but either way, it was like, it was super impressive. It landed perfectly. It was beautiful. Really, really fun match to watch. Really fun match to watch. Then we got Ray Lynn, which is not to be confused with Kaylee Ray. Yeah. Right? Um, versus Kelly Klein. And Kelly Klein is the Women of Honor champion. Okay. Um, really good match. Uh, afterwards, the Allure, which is essentially beautiful people from Impact 2.0, you know, um, attack afterwards. And they've been, like, doing the old school NWO spray paint thing, but with yeah. lipstick, putting, like, the Anarchy A, but it's for the Allure. Okay. You know, on the forehead, and then they take a selfie with it and post it on Snapchat and stuff like that. Um, so that was cool. Then we got a replay of the G1 Supercard um, with Dalton Castle turning heel after his loss and attacking his boys. Mm-hmm. Um, Castle calls the boys down to the ring after he comes out, after we get the replay, and he apologizes to them. And it's like, it seems really sincere, but you can kind of tell that the, that the turn is coming again. Yeah. And he says, I will never lay hands on my boys again. But there are none of my boys in this ring. And then he attacks the crap out of them, and uh, and then he takes their masks. and And it was it was really um, it was a good it was a good segment that moved something forward. Yeah. So I'm I'm happy with it. Um, we got the Kingdom versus the Lifeblood, and um, so these are two stables, right? And we had an awesome, absolutely awesome double team, double camel clutch by the Lifeblood. So what they did is. They, they had these guys locked together by their legs, had their ankles wrapped around each other's calves. Okay. Um, and, like, one of them was, was belly down, and the other one was, was up. And, right, so it was almost like they were doing, like, a... What, what's that what's that move called where they, they wrap and they reach down and they... I have no idea. Um, <laughs> I forget what it's called now, but, but it was almost like that, right? And then they... Got them both on their stomachs and did a double camel clutch while their ankles were locked in like that. It was a pretty cool looking cool. spot. It was a pretty cool looking submission. Um, and then the lifeblood won with a massive shoot, sharpshooter. And when I say it was massive, I mean we're talking full recline, shoulders to shoulders, back to back Oof. sharpshooter. It looked awesome. Um, after the match. The lifeblood calls out Bully Ray because he put one of their people through the table. They say, you won't come out. Da, 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 da. He comes out finally after like two minutes of that and says, give me the mic. Give me the mic. <laughs> he, they throw him the mic. He goes, go to hell. He throws the <laughs> mic and he goes back in. And he just walks away. <laughs> um, so then that was the end of, the, of last week's show okay. or two weeks ago's show. Right, and for those of you guys that don't know, I can only see Ring of Honor um, a week away, like a week off from its actual air date, because I get a replay of it on the Stadium Channel. Most most of the time on the weekend, I can't, uh, like I said, I can't watch Ring of Honor. Right. We, I may have to pay for their the Honor Club. Yeah, I'm thinking about it. We're gonna we're gonna have to look into that a little bit. Yeah. Um, but so then this week's show started off with coast to o- coast to coast. Versus the Shadow Squad versus the Bouncers. And the Bouncers are some big dudes. We're talking like Rikishi Plus. Whoa. Yeah, big dudes, right? Hauling around kegs with them and drinking beers <laughs> and 
right? It was a good, solid match. And the bouncers won, you know, and they, they were just, they are some big, like, they some big mother truckers. <laughs> um, like we talking heavy machinery big? We're talking bigger than heavy machinery Whoa. big. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we get a promo for, ne- for next week's, so this week's 400th episode, okay. where we're going to get a Ring of Honor championship match between Matt Taven and Flip Gordon. Okay. That'll be a fantastic match. Yeah. Both those guys are super talented. Yes. I can't wait to see that match. Um, we get a, a review of pretty much everything that happened last week in a promo. It's like three, four minutes long, which I think was perfect. Okay. You know, it just kind of reviewed the show, went through everything. Hey, here's how it went. Boom. Done. Um, and we get a quick review of the G1 Supercard Battle Royal, which is called the Honor Rumble, where Kenny King won from spot number one. Uh, kind of pulling a you know a, a shady thing where everyone thought that he was eliminated and he wasn't, um, but it was down to the great Muda and Justin Liger, right? Okay. And then Kenny King comes back in and eliminates them quick, right? So it looked like New Japan had won, and then Kenny King came back and won, yeah. right? And then we see the Muda. The great Muda hit him with the red mist. Ooh. Right? So then Kenny King comes out, sunglasses, the blind man's pain, <laughs> girl on his arm helping him with the stairs. You know, he goes, you know, he's ranting and raving. He name drops Shawn Michaels. He goes, I want you to call me the Ring of Honor Shawn Michaels and does the pose and um, recaps his win. And, and basically, the winner of the Honor Rumble gets a title shot at the Ring of Honor title. Okay. Um, but... Flip Gordon had a title shot from winning a tournament earlier in the year. Okay. So, like, they, they basically they have these events and that, that gains you yeah. a title shot, right? Um, so, basically, he puts he puts everybody on notice that he's coming after after Taven. And, but first, he's going to feud with Jay Lethal. He called out Jay Lethal, who just lost the belt to Taven at G1 Supercard. So, I think that's good. You have yeah. one number one contender lined up. You have another number one contender for whoever wins that match. But right now they're going to go fight with the former champion. It kind of keeps everybody moving forward. Yeah. I think that's a great way to no, do it. Nobody sits around waiting. Right. right. Um, then we had a squash match with a, a debut guy named Flex Simmons versus Josh Woods. Woods won. It was an okay match, but it was it was a squash match. Yeah. Um, we had a wrap-up interview with Woods. Then we had Shane Baylor versus Bandito. Um, and first of all, and I'm going to... Go man, commentary again. team again about kicks. Um, connects with the crescent kick. This was not a crescent kick. This was a side kick. I don't know where you learned your terminology from, and I don't hold you responsible for that because no one's ever taught you. Okay, but a crescent kick looks like a crescent moon in one way or another. Yeah, either it comes from the outside of the body to the inside of the body, or it comes from the inside of the body to the outside of the body. That's what a crescent kick is. Yeah, a side kick goes directly out to your side. That's what happened in this match. Okay. <laughs> Little lesson over. Um, yeah. So we had a beautiful over-the-top splash by Bandito. He did like a, a jump, run, bounce off the ropes, come up, and he jumps and does like a twist. Okay. A twist splash. Um, and Bandito won, but it was with the tw- it was like a it was with his 21 plex, which I actually like as a finisher when he yeah. does it right. Um, but Shane, Shane Taylor's a bigger guy, okay. and so he had trouble pulling off the finisher a little nah. bit. Um, overall, it was okay. 
Bully Ray comes out to attack <laughs> Bandito. Bandito's in lifeblood. He's in. Okay. Okay. So he comes out, attacks, tries to attack Bandito. Bandito moonsaults over him because he's like up on the up on the ropes celebrating his win, and then he flips off um, and catches him. And then lifeblood's all behind him, and Bully Ray's like, uh, 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 right. The soldiers of savagery come out and attack lifeblood from behind, but everyone's confused why. Nobody understands why. Bully Ray's talking to uh, to Shane Taylor's like, did you bring these guys? And Shane Taylor's like, no, I thought they were with you. <laughs> <laughs> and then that's how the show it's like, ends. It's like the end of Batman vs Superman when yeah. Wonder Woman comes in. Yeah, it was like everyone was like, um, okay. And then that's all we got. It was just show over. Oh, so I'm looking forward to this week's show to get some cleanup on that and to see this yeah. awesome match with uh, with Taven and Flip. So that'll be that'll be really cool. On the impact. Impact Wrestling. So much to go over. All right. So, you want to you we'll take start, the lead? We'll start with LAX versus, Mo- uh, LAX versus Moose and Josh Alexander. Yeah, so it was a tag title match. Yeah. Um, it, it was a good match. So, people don't expect LAX to be good mat wrestlers. Yeah, I, I, I feel like people would assume that they're, they have that high-flying right. Lucha Libre style, but they don't. Right. They, yeah. they, they have just good mat chemistry yes and so it was a very good match where we saw lax win and it was very mat based cool i'm absolutely fine with it like i said last week i'm really happy that lax is still a thing yeah um you know we're what 15 years yeah. into into something like that into At lax least. being a thing you know they've they've outlasted the nwo yeah and dx <laughs> um so backstage we learned that ty valkyrie and all Impact champions have a 30-day um, clause in their contract about defenses. Meaning, once they defend their contract, they don't have to defend def- yeah, their contract. Once they defend their championship, they don't have to defend it again for 30 days. Oh. Which I'm kind of a fan of. I'm kind of a fan of those yeah, rules that we like don't that. get from the WWE anymore. You know, it used to be like you had an automatic, you know, if you were a champion and you lost your title, you automatically, you were the number one contender. You, yeah. You had to get your shot back at the title before anyone else could challenge for it, you know? And we just, we don't get those things anymore. Yeah. I, I like that Impact is still incorporating that. Um, you know, but that's why, you know, we haven't seen anybody else challenging for the title yeah, which is since since kind of a reason why they don't have to have Brian Cage on TV too. Right, exactly, because he has thirty days. Yeah, um, we get another backstage segment. Here we go, back to back segments again, right? Um, with okay, Tom, with Tommy Dreamer. It's okay though. <laughs> it's Tommy Dreamer because Tommy Dreamer. So <laughs> this 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 promo started okay. Yeah, talking about what was going on, and then it went off the rails. Like well. Dreamer's like, I'm proud to be with this woman and this Asian man and this black man. And like he's just like going off the rails, and I'm like, impact. Like I get it. He's Tommy Dreamer, but he's. <laughs> I love you, Tommy. I've loved yeah. you since I was a kid. I still love you now. But what? <laughs> Why? <laughs> All right. Anyway. Yeah. Um. So then we get Taya Valkyrie versus Madison Rain, and it's like a it's almost a squash match. Like Madison Rain gets like one pinfall attempt, <laughs> and that's it. And Taya just beats the poop out of her. <laughs> but during the match, Tessa Blanchard Blanchard is on commentary, 
Okay. And so one one thing that I picked up um, in a. I picked up in watching this match, and then I also picked up on it again. I hadn't thought about it when I was making my notes, but then I was watching a recap to kind of refresh myself today. And um, the guy that did the recap, he's like, you know, we're seeing a softer Tessa Blanchard since the Gail Kim match. And I went back and I was like, huh. I kind of agree with that. And I'm okay with it. I think she'll still be, like, tough as nails, Tessa Blanchard in the ring. But... I think that it's good that we get a softer side Maybe it's of kind her. of a face turn for her. Maybe. I would like to see that happen a yeah. little bit. Because the, if they're going to push her for a title win, yeah, then we need a heel and a face. Yeah. And I'm okay with that. Um, then we get a Rosemary segment where it was kind of cool. She challenges Sue Young to a dog, I mean, demon collar match. Yeah, listen. These gimmick matches... Our thing. Hey, at least it's not on a pole. At least it's not on a pole. <laughs> Thank you that Vince Russo is not there. Um, so, then we get Jordan Grace, who... Oh, I love Jordan Grace! Yeah. Um, I want to see Jordan Grace versus Casey Catanzaro. No. Yes. <laughs> That's what I want to see. <laughs> Jordan Grace would be like the powerhouse, and Casey Catanzaro would be running around, flipping around, doing all that. Remember earlier when we talked about Mark Henry versus Leo Rush? (laughs) Yes. We've come full circle. Yes. We have. We have. Um, So it was Jordan Grace versus Alexa Nicole, and this was pretty much just a squash match, which I kind of like, because Jordan Grace had this title shot, right? Yeah. At Rebellion. And now it's kind of like she has to go back to the beginning. Yeah. And work her way back to the division again. Right. Work your way back up. Yep. So I think that's I think that's completely cool. Um, what's her name? Hogan had a, an interview back. Kira Hogan. Sucked. Yeah, and it sucked. She's not related to Hulk, by the way. Yeah. Well, um, I know, but you you wrote Hogan interview. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. No. No. <laughs> yeah. It just it stunk. It stunk. I'm not going to waste time on it. Uh, then we got Ethan Page versus returning RVD. So listen, what I really liked about this is that Ethan Page got a ton of offense in. Yeah. And that shows me. Because RVD could walk in and say, listen, I'm just going to... I'm, I'm gonna, RVD. Let I'm me, RVD. Yeah. I'm going to win. You're going to give me another title reign. Yeah. Because he's had one there before. You know, when it was TNA. Or maybe when it was... Yeah, when it was TNA. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and he could have just said, you're going to give me what I want. Yeah. But ultimately, um, he really helped build Ethan Page in this match. Yeah. Made him look like Ethan Page was taking him to his limit. And then he got the win anyway, but that's okay. And I'm really happy about that in a returning RVD, who doesn't need to wrestle anymore. You no. know, he's doing this for fun. Um, so that's that's really cool. The man's in his 50s. Yeah. Yeah. But he doesn't look like he's aged a day. His hair's a little grayer. That's it. Yeah. You know? Um, so then we get uh, a Mike Eglin interview. And basically what we're getting here now is that just like we got kayfabe Lars Sullivan injured Jeff yeah. Hardy. Oh, we've got to talk about Lars Sullivan in the news. Um, well, we'll we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Um, well, you know we'll get to it when we talk about Raw. Yeah. Um, you know, because we still have to talk about Raw. Yeah. Eglin Eglin says that he hurt Cage and, and yeah. he brags about that and then he's the number one contender. Yada yada yada. It was okay. Yeah. Uh, then we got the Desi Hit Squad versus the Deaners versus the Rascals versus a couple of guys from Border City, Border City Wrestling. Yeah. 
Um, it was a good fun-filled match. Desi Hit Squad wins. Yeah, they kind of they uh, they got the win with the roll up. Right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And so there's lots of heat on social media about this match. Like, why are we booking terrible teams to win? We're not booking terrible teams to win. We're we're booking teams to win who have had terrible booking. Yeah. You know, the Desi Hit Squad isn't a terrible team. No, just for whatever reason they they had that weird feud with Char Bordeaux, which. Right. That is what it is. You know, booking is booking is booking. You can yeah. only do what you're told in the professional wrestling business. Yeah. You know, and I so, mean, look at look at the revival. They're they're doing what they're they're told. Yeah, yeah. And so good I, for them. I, I urge everybody just to take it easy. Yeah, let, let it play out. Let's see what happens. Um, and then we had the main, event, main event, which was an OVE rules, which essentially means no yeah. rules. Um, eight more Legos. <laughs> eight man tag match: Rich Swan, Willie Mack, uh, Philip Falaba. And Tommy Dreamer versus OVE. Um, the Moonsault by Dave Christ. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Um, they used the worst weapon available in the match. <laughs> Legos. More Legos. So listen. It happened in CZW. Okay. Funny. It happened in, in Impact, what, last week? Yeah. Funny. Well, at Rebellion. At Rebellion. So a couple weeks ago. Funny. Uh, that's... Now that we're what Sam, that that's what Sammy Callahan uses. He doesn't use tax or right, glass. He uses Legos. I know, but now it's getting old, which means that in three to five months WWE will start doing it. But <laughs> you know, it is what it is. That means they actually have to have hardcore style matches. Yeah, um, you know, OVE win. Callahan pins Mac after his pile driver. Good match. Yeah, solid show. Really happy with it. So I don't know if you saw in the match, but uh, another spot that I thought was insane. Was uh, Willie Willie Mack does the the stunner? Yep. Mm-hmm. He took a chair, yeah, with, with Madman, yeah, and hit the stunner on him with, with the, the chair. With the chair behind him, yeah. Who? So, yeah, that looked pretty sick. That looked pretty <laughs> sick. Absolutely. All right, so now we're on to the big two for the week: Raw and SmackDown. Um, so oh, listen, look, we started with Miz TV. What a surprise! Right, and, and listen, I, I want to say this up front. I think that this week's programming was much better than last week's programming. Yes. I yes. think it was. I think it was head and shoulders above what we got last week. I mean, it's thank God. I mean, it's not yeah, hard. To it do wasn't that. hard to beat that. But you know, we're we're on the right track now. So yes, we yeah. started with Miss TV and Roman Reigns. Uh, Shane turns into a match with Elias and Lashley. Shane's interrupt said match. Yeah, Miz and Roman win because they beat the crap out of Miz. I yeah. get it. Like money, money in the bank's coming up. Let's yeah. tick all the boxes. Just, yeah. Okay. We're setting then, up. Then we got Blue Crown Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> I swear to God, they, they give him it, a blue yeah. a blue crown and say, Hey, draw on your face, man. This is your new character. It's, it's a nice, broken mirror. Yeah, it's nice to see him back on TV, though. I mean, not... Or I should say back in the ring because he's been doing the promos with him looking in the mirror. But it's nice, it's nice to see some, like, moving forward with him. Um, We'll go with that. Well... I don't necessarily agree, and here's why. Um, I, I think that he is a talented guy. I just whatever Vin, whatever Vince sees in him, yeah, is what Vince wants. So. Yeah. I, so I mean, I, I would like to see. Um, I think there are other people that can get the TV time, and well, he could be he could be sent to reinvent himself a little bit down in NXT. Yeah, and we would see a better product from him in two to three years. But it is what it is. Um, then we had the contract signing for the women's titles matches, both of them at the same time. Yep. Becky posted a really funny tweet about this, where she she took a picture of them all sitting at the table, and Becky was sitting there, and it had 
white writing on the black tablecloth that said my twins and pointed to the titles <laughs> and then it said Vince's twins and pointed to Lacey <laughs> and Charlotte hilarious That's awesome. hilarious um, ended up with a botched double power bomb where uh, you know Lacey apparently didn't know how to do a double power bomb well <laughs> she kind of just stood there Charlotte's trying to pull her up Becky actually has to pull herself up on Charlotte's head um, but they did the double, double power bomb it is what it is someone went through a table another contract signing Surprise. Uh, Then we got the travesty of the week where Ricochet lost clean to Baron Corbin. Listen, I get it. Baron Corbin, they see something in him. They want him to be positively viewed. Uh, That's never going to happen. No, I mean, it's just... What do we... Baron Corbin now is what Roman Reigns was pre-leukemia. Yeah, let's keep going. (laughs) So, yeah, Baron Corbin is is a waste of airtime. Yeah. Um... I was really disappointed to see Ricochet lose again this yeah. week. Um, someone who just debuted on your roster shouldn't be losing again, but that's besides the point. Um, you know, Corbin then tried to climb the ladder, got the case, Ricochet knocked it over. Yeah. Yay! A ladder spot. Hooray. <laughs> um, the video package that we got on AJ and Seth. Yeah, there was cool. a lot of old footage in there. Yeah, really cool. I, yeah. I actually really appreciated yeah. that package. It was, it was really well done. We got a... Uh, the women's fatal four way that we talked about earlier tonight. Yeah, Nikki, um, Nikki Cross filled in for Alexa Bliss. The the, right. the whole thing was that Alexa's uh, luggage was lost and she didn't have a ring gear. So Nikki, uh, she was like, "Oh, Nikki, you can do it." Yeah. Um. Turns out she's hurt. Yeah. And now we're getting Nikki in Money in the Bank as well. Yep. Then we got a fantastic give me more of this ray ray versus cesaro and it was so awesome yeah awesome 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 um we got another as always great promo from samoa joe you know um you know joe and ray ray for the u.s title this sunday um we've go ahead go ahead the the, we finally got the payoff of the the fun house i know Oh, I'm curious to see where this is going now. Yeah, and and I think that you, I think good on you. Yes, I I think that you guys finally did it right. You finally did it. You right. want to talk about how to People, repackage someone? Oh, oh there we so, go. So I I read an amusing tweet today. Good job, WWE. I'm an adult and I loved the the bit with Bray Wyatt, but my nine year old was scared. You know, scared poopless of it, and I was like, come on now, listen. It's for everyone. Yeah. PG and up. You have to give the adult something. So if your kid can't handle it, your kid shouldn't be watching it. Guess nope. what? My kid's not watching the WWE with me right now. He's got to learn. Yep. You know? So it is what it is. You know? Good for you, WWE. You did this right. Yeah. Good for you. Um, so that's... And then and we the, got the false count. False count anywhere. anywhere. Sammy versus Braun. If Sammy wins, he's in Money in the Bank and Braun's out. Right. And so we had Baron Corbin and Drew, yeah. Mac, uh, Drew McIntyre interfere several times. They cost, they cost Braun. They cost Braun the, Braun the match. They put him through a ladder. So supposedly there's heat on Braun. Yeah. Backstage. I've heard that. Um, and then so supposedly... By the way, Sammy won. And yeah. Sammy Zayn is now in Money in the Bank. Yes. Which and, I'm happy about. Yeah, I think it, I think it makes the match a little more exciting. Actually, yeah. um, and if you watch the clips of Braun from Raw, he's got this armband right around his bicep. Okay, it's not an elbow pad. It's like a it's one of those stabilizers. Yeah, and maybe, uh, maybe Mel- he's got a bit of an injury. Mel- there. Meltzer seems to think that he's hurt. 
Um, but that's not why he was taken out. Well, that he has heat. So it is what it is, man. I mean, at this point in time, it's going to be what it's going to be. Yeah. You know? So it was the get, end of Raw. Right. We get, we get Sami Zayn there, and then we move on to SmackDown. Uh, oh, where, another promo to start a show. Hey, yeah, look, and Roman Reigns kicks off this time, and Miz joins him instead look at of that. the other way Almost the same, but it's not. Oh my god, it's it's infuriating. What, why can't we just start the shows with a match? Yeah, that would be a beautiful thing. But because you know it, it is a wrestling show, right? But not. No, it's not. It's a sports entertainment show. We have to be entertained first. Um, I'm sorry. So, so Roman kicks kicks off. Miz comes out, cuts a promo on Shane. Shane and Elias come out, and then they're joined by Daniel Bryan and Rowan. And then they all come down and attack, and the Usos make the save. Yada yada yada. By the way, the Usos are getting a shot at the SmackDown tag team titles. Yeah, but they're the on bank. Raw. But the brand, the brand extension is still a thing, right? The brand split still a thing. Wild card rule. Wild card rule. Got it. Um, so basically, that gets turned into an announced match later, a handicap yeah. match. We'll talk about they, that. They in a take few the minutes. Miz out because yeah, we'll we'll get to that. We'll talk about that in a few minutes. So then we get a fatal four way between Ali, Andrade, Orton, and Finn Balor. Which they're all they're the four SmackDown participants in the Money in the in Bank the match, Bank. right? Which it, people have said, or it's a little weird to have all of them in one match. But I mean, you got a match with Ali, Andrade, Orton, and, and Balor. Balor. How can that be bad? Right, and it was it wasn't. It was a good match. <laughs> it was it was well done. Um, you know, Andrade picked up a win over yeah. Finn Balor. He, yeah, he pinned Finn. You know, so listen, they keep they keeps their feud going. Because they've they've been, they've had a little bit of a thing, right, right, um, and it, it sets up for Money in the Bank. Yeah, and and you know we'll we'll do a real really quick prediction of of Money in the Bank. Yeah, after we recap, like I said, we'll be watching yeah. Thrones. So right, so we got um we got a Charlotte promo, we got a Lacey promo, um, we got Roman and the Usos versus Shane Elias, Daniel Bryan, and Rowan. So it's a, a handicap, handicap match. match. Yeah. The Miz can't interfere. During the match. During the match. If he does, then he... His match with Shane gets thrown out. Oh, that's right. That's right. Um, so Shane take, gets the win, which... Yeah, you know, he he hit the... Co- what did he hit? The Coast to Coast on one of the... Uh, one of the, the Usos. Usos. And, yeah. So listen, if you, followed, if you follow us on Twitter, you probably saw... I was tweeting out for yeah. SmackDown. And um, you probably saw me tweet, you know, and half the WWE Universe just side a big sigh because we were subjected to another Shane McMahon match yep you know listen I get that Shane McMahon can wrestle you know I, I spent a long time as a um as a band director in the school system and um you know at, at one point I I was writing my own drill and drill is like where people go on the field yeah right at one point I was writing my own drill and one of my good friends said to me they were like listen you're a band director who can write drill but that doesn't make you a drill writer. Shane McMahon is a wrestling executive who can wrestle, but he's not a wrestler. And I'm really tired of seeing Shane McMahon in the ring right now when we have so much other talent that could be being used. He's literally taking time away from other talent. Right. Like I said, we haven't seen Shinsuke Rusev for a while. Right. Yeah, agreed. Um, Then we got the... (laughs) We got Mandy Rose and Sonya Deville. Versus the newly named... Kabuki Warriors. Warriors. What in the hell? Apparently, they chose that name. Oh my god! Someone please tell them that that's stupid. Um, (laughs) Hey, listen, ladies, that's stupid. Um, 
Why can't they just be Kyrie Shane and Asuka? Right. Right. You know. Do we, does everybody need a tag team name? I don't Not want to really. get into, I don't want to get into it. We're already an, an hour, almost two hours into the show. I, I, yeah. I don't want to get into it at this point. We'll do that later. Um, then we got you know. So they won. They beat yeah. Mandy and Sonia. And then uh, the end Kofi of the show was supposed to be the KO show, right? Yeah, but Kofi Kofi wasn't waiting around, so he went out there and was like, "Hey, KO, come on, we'll we'll, we'll talk about this." And KO said no. And then Kofi's like, "Hey, come here." And KO's like, "Yeah." And KO finally comes out. The they get into it a little bit, and Sami Zayn comes Sami Zayn comes out and attacks from behind because heels all have to be friends. Yeah. But it is what it is. for those who, for those of you that were counting, that was five people <laughs> for the wild card rule. Pretty sure Vince said it was four. Well, the Usos count as one, right? Because they're a tag no, team. It was five people. Okay. Listen, it is what it is, man. Um, okay, so real quick, Money in the Bank. Um, we've got Tony Nese versus Davari. I think that Nese probably goes over yeah. and, and retains. Um, we've got the SmackDown Tag Team Championships. I don't see Daniel Ryan and Rowan losing No, those. they wouldn't give their titles to someone who's not on SmackDown. Right. Um, we've got men's Money in the Bank match. Uh, I'm going Andrade. I don't know because him and Finn have that thing for the... Uh... Yeah, I see. The IC title, I think it'll be someone on Raw. Uh, personally, I would like to see Ricochet, but I have a feeling it's going to be friggin' Baron Corbin. Oh, God, save us all. Um, women's Money in the Bank. Bailey. Bailey. I agree. I agree. Uh, Becky v. Charlotte. I think Becky wins both belts. She, I think she retains both. Okay. That I think that makes sense. I think that she will lose one, but I think it will not be in the match itself. I well, think yeah, that, like I said, I think for those matches itself, I think she retains both. But like you said, after I think after the SmackDown one, yeah, I think Bailey comes that, out. That will be in. yeah. Even yeah. though that's kind of the same thing that happened last year, but it is what it is. Yeah. Um, then we've got uh, WWE Championship. We got KO Kofi and Kofi KO. I think story wise, I think I'd like to see KO win. Keep that going, like just put them I want, again. No, I Co- want to keep the Kofi and Kofi. KO haven't they haven't actually had a match yet, so who knows? I, honestly, for, to me, either outcome for that is gonna as long as it's not a DQ finish and yeah. someone someone gets a pin, I'll, I'll be happy either way. Yeah, I, I think Kofi Kingston goes over. Yeah, I think he does. Um, and I think that uh, AJ Seth, I think that Seth retains. Seth retains. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think you. I think we may see a heel turn, like a full heel turn for for AJ, possibly. That'd be good. I think maybe for one of them. Maybe maybe Seth. Maybe, but I, I see AJ more. Yeah. Um, and then uh, we missed one. Uh, Roman Reigns v Elias. I don't think. It no, I don't really care. Um, <laughs> well, well, you know, no, I do care. I do care because I want Elias to pin Roman Reigns, but it won't happen. Well. Um, oh, and uh, Ms. Shane. Miz. I think they finally got to close yeah, it out. Yeah, they got to close that out. Yeah. I'm, I'm tired of seeing it. Yeah. Shane's going to do something stupid. Especially after Shane broke Miz Dad's ribs. Yeah. Um, Miz Dad. Yeah, Miz Dad. <laughs> um, and then, you know, notice someone that wasn't on either of these shows for an exorbitant amount of time this week was Lars Sullivan. Yeah, because the whole, that, that whole situation is interesting. So, so we said that I didn't, I said last week that I didn't want to comment on it yet because I hadn't read yeah. enough about it. So he made some really racist remarks, some really sexist remarks on... 
Twitter. Bodybuilding. No, it was yeah. on bodybuilding forums oh. years ago. And people dragged it back up on Reddit and Twitter and Instagram. And um, so someone actually sent it out to Mars, who is the company that owns Snickers. Yeah. Right? And, um, you know, they're a big... They're a big-time sponsor for WWE. Yeah. And so they pressured WWE a little bit. Uh, so WWE ended up fining him 100 grand yeah. and um, and sending him to cultural sensitivity training. Yep. And, and you know what? Good on, good I, I'm on fine. Them. Yeah. I'm fine. WWE said, okay, we understand the public opinion about this. Yeah. We well, understand well, he did something wrong. He understands he did something wrong. Yeah. He That's... apologized for it publicly. Okay. We're fining you. We're making you do this training. Move on. Yeah. I'm good. It's better than Hulk's I'm sorry I got caught. <laughs> um, so that's that. All right. So this right. week, last week we surpassed 250 followers. This week yeah. we hit 350 followers on Twitter. Thank you so much for yes. that. Um, you know, we, we continue to see a lot of support from active wrestlers. Legero. Yeah, Legero, you are the real MVP. I mean, yeah. even today. Like, Will, yeah. Will, Will, literally, I tweeted something out right before we started filming. Yep. And not even five minutes after I tweeted it out, he had liked it already. Yep, he had liked it already. Yeah. And, and you know, he is probably one of our best followers on Twitter, yeah. along with, uh, what's what's the guy's name? that Ryan Dunn. Yeah. I have no idea who Ryan Dunn is. There's no picture there. Not the guy from Jackass, either. No. You know, so it's just this guy. Yeah. But he likes and retweets every one of our tweets. So thank you so much. Yes. You are an MVP. Thank you so much. Uh, guys, we're going to wrap this show up. Yeah. Um, you know, please. We went for a while on this one. Though. We did. We, we had did. a lot to cover, though. We had a lot to cover. So next week we'll be back to just covering one week's worth of stuff, which yes. will really help us out with timing. <laughs> um, you know, thank you so much again for tuning in with us this week. Again, there will be timestamps down at the bottom. I should have said that at the beginning. Yeah. Um, but thank you so much for being here with us today. Please remember to like, comment, share, subscribe to the channel. Follow us on Twitter. Will and Ted Re W R E Wind. Okay, and uh, thank you again so much for being with us today, guys. Rock on, and we will see you next time.